Not only am I going to share my thoughts, but I have a special guest who will discuss this topic with me. Hello, hello. Um, just going to introduce myself by saying that you can call me Jojo. It's nice to be here again. <laughs> yes, thanks for, you know... <laughs> thanks, for t- <laughs> thanks for taking time out of your day to do this with me. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, so the topic for today, for you, is there only one type of being Latina or Latina? That's, that's a, that's how you're gonna start, yeah. start right away. Yeah, I already gave a whole thing in the beginning of my intro. Oh, okay, I was about to say, you didn't do that. Yeah, I was like, so for you, um, so you know, today. Start over again. Say something like, oh, you know, so today's top, like, yeah, pretend so. that I haven't heard what yeah. you're trying to. No, but it's okay. So, you know, today's topic, um, we're going to be discussing about what does it mean to be Latina or Latino. And just kind of talking about, is there one type of Latino or Latina? Or specifically, you want to use the term Latinx? Is there one type? Is there many types? What does it mean um, when you think of that term? So, yes, this is going to be our topic for today. So, let me ask you, and I already asked this to people listening here today. What does it mean to be Latina for you? I think that's a good topic. I think in general, um, you know what it means to be Latina talks about our identity and how we, I guess, perceive ourselves within our culture and our environment that we grew up. Um, kind of just that's what shapes our identity and Um, you know, if you are Latina the way that you grew up, whether that's like, you know, by family, um, values, the exposure of different things, um, I think molds you into your identity and for, and specifically just being Latina, I think it's a very, very broad concept. I think it's many things like can, um... I guess there's what I'm trying to say. There's no one way to be Latina. I think if you have, you know, Hispanic blood um, running through your veins, that makes you Latina. It doesn't, I don't think it's what type of music you listen to, the way you speak, um, the type of food you eat. Of course, I think um, in general, there are some type of, commonalities that we share within our community that brings or holds our culture together such as like you know our Hispanic and more specifically Mexicans you know our food is very um, spicy you know that's kind of just a common attribute that can be you know found in our dishes but I think in general it doesn't have to be limitation you know Um, I personally I don't like spicy food I mean I like spicy food, but I can't really take much um, spiciness. Like, my tolerance for that, I can't do it. Salsa and tacos, like, I don't really put salsa on mine. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, you know, so I understand when there's little things that, okay, yeah, like, you know, you shared this and we shared that. And that's what um, we can kind of say, how we're similar. But at the same time, um, end of the day, we are individuals. We are individuals, so 
you know, we're never going to be the same as um, another Mexican-American, you know, the way that we grew up. I can't say that just because I'm Mexican-American, that person is Mexican-American, we're automatically the same or share the same experience or share the same identity. Um, the way that you grow up is very different. So I think as much as we celebrate our similarities, I think we also should celebrate our differences. Yeah, I think that's a really good answer. I feel like I totally agree with everything that you said. I feel like there isn't one specific type of Latino or Latina. I feel like there's different. We all come in different shades, different body sizes. There isn't one specific type where it's like, oh, you look at a person like, oh, yeah, they're Latino or they're from, they're Mexican-American or they're Salvadorian or, you know, whatever or whatever. You know? So, yeah, like, even you take a look at, um, I mean, specifically, we can only talk about Mexicans because we are Mexicans, but um, just, like, looking at people in Mexico, you know, there's some people who are very dark and there's some people who are very light. Um, So, like you said, we come in all different shades. Um, I think that's what makes, you know, being Hispanic or being Latino even more beautiful. We are very um, just different. You know, there's... We're very ambiguous. Even in Brazil and South America, you know, it's different people look different. You know, you can have a Hispanic that's, you know, blonde and blue-eyed. And then um, a Afro-Latina that's, you know, dark skin and have, like, you know, very beautiful hair that's very different from, you know, what we're common or what we um, only see as, you know, being Latina. But... Yeah, I think it's very different. We come, like you said, in different shades. We look very differently. I think that's what makes us so unique. Um, I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, we should be celebrating that and now pointing out how um, we are, I guess, different. Or, yeah. Yes, for sure. I totally agree with that. Well, you know, that's how we think about it. But, of course, in the world, in today's society, not everyone thinks like that. I'm pretty sure when you ask someone, um, what is what exactly is a Latino? How would you describe mm-hmm. a person like that? Maybe, you know, people will start naming off the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So, right now, since we both identify as females, we're going to mostly focus on, you know, being Latina. Mm-hmm. When you think about being Latina, what do you think are the most common characteristics or traits people might mm. say us Latinas are? Yeah. I think just stereotypically, like you like you um, are asking, is very much... I think, like, you take a look at it, what's portrayed in the media, in Hollywood, movies, even music videos. Um, it's this very depiction of being spicy or like fiery or sassy or being vulgar um i think that's what's usually depicted as um what it means to be a latina woman you know like the hoops and the red lipstick well obviously you know i myself you know i love wearing a good red lipstick i love wearing my hoops but it's like i'm not only limited to that you know i could mm-hmm. wear my hoops you know love how it looks and then another day like wear um i don't know like a beanie with boots and no lipstick no red lipsticks and i think it doesn't make me um you know less latina or um categorized as you know the other i think it's 
you know, we're very, um, what's the word, like multifaceted, you know, we're very dimensional. We were not just one face um, and that's it, you know, like at the end of the day, we are individuals. So um, as much as a Latina wants to wear her red lipstick and wear hoops, she can very much not wear that and still be very much proud. Um, so like, yeah, stereotypical, I think um, it's, it's that over-sexualized version of a Latina, but you know, you ask a Latina what, you know, what it means to be a Latina. And for me, it's, you know, having that um, caring nature, you know, having that passion for, um, yeah, that passion for my family or my friends or for what I'm doing or, um, you know, just strong work ethic. You know, I think that's what it means to be a, a woman in our culture. Um, for sure. You know, some of the things you list off are like the physical aspects. And when I usually think about it, because, you know, of course, I'm my psychology major and I think of mostly about personality traits. And one thing I guess a lot of people say is that Latinas tend to be aggressive, bossy. Mm, yeah. They tend to have a really short temper. And, mm. you know, one thing I usually see, like he says, social media, when it comes to TikTok, would you see that they kind of glorify the toxic behavior, you know, yeah. la toxica. Yeah. In reality, that should not be normalized because those behaviors are not okay. You, you know, you have to have healthy relationships in your life. And, you know, it's very upsetting to see that a lot of Latinos are portrayed like that when they're, like you said, we are so different, not only as Latinas, but human beings. We're all, we're so different when it comes to personalities. And some of us can be very different than that Mm -hmm. the first initial thought of you know oh you're latina you're spicy you're fierce Mm -hmm. you're like very what's you know you know how they will classify as like a toxica that's the first Mm -hmm. thing they might think and sometimes it's just you know not all not all of us are saying or not all of us are like that Mm -hmm. you know we all are very very different Mm -hmm. and i think like as you're talking you know being i guess so-called um crazy or dramatic I think it's it's sad to see that that's been a label put on us because I think naturally you know even other women can be you know quote-unquote crazy or passionate or dramatic and even you know guys can do that as well so it's just like you know because of media or because of um especially like you know like you said TikTok it's it's more emphasized on us and um like you said, it's very glorified of, ooh, you know, get a Latina, she's crazy, you know, she's, um, she'll, I guess, make your life more exciting, and um, it's just sad to see that we are, I guess, at the end of the day, um, only viewed as that, and not as you were talking, but more than that, about, you know, our individuality that comes with it. You know, you can't really just be limited and, like, cast into this box of, okay, you're Latina, you know, I know who you are. Like, you're crazy, you're dramatic, you're spicy, you're, you're fierce. Um, because it automatically just leaves no room for wanting to really know who you are as an individual. Yeah, they already think, they already think that they know who you are. In reality, that's not true. And also, going with that, I feel like one example I can think about is... You know, I've watched Modern Family, mm-hmm. and when it comes to that, you know, I love the show. I have no complaints. It's funny. But I think it's, like, one thing that I didn't really like is just so much the emphasis of 
Sofia Vergara's character, you yeah. know, that very loud Latina, and then, you know, she showed, like, getting mad and very, also, like, with her, over-sexualized, too, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that, you know, you see a lot when it comes to, like, TV shows and movies, and especially with, like, having in the, yeah, in telenovelas, you see a lot of light-skinned Latinas. And I'm not saying they're not more Latinas than us, but I'm just saying that sometimes there are one specific, one will say, quote-unquote, specific type that's shown on the media. And, you know, I feel like it should, we should move towards having more diversity in that sense. Yes, to be more inclusive of, or just understanding, like, how I was saying um, earlier that we're very um, dimensional, you know, where we're, like, just different sides it's just overall um, and I think like you said um, like about that example of Sofia Vergara how um, obviously you know Latinas can be loud you know it doesn't out- automatically be like oh no Latinas shouldn't be loud shouldn't be passionate or shouldn't whatever but I'm saying like in general it's um, we're not limited to that you know I think I myself can be dramatic and can be loud and um, but I think that's just common characteristics across the board with everyone in any group. Um, For sure. But sometimes, you know, it is associated with yes. being Latina, which yeah. is very upsetting. Because like you said, it's just a, just a regular trait anyone can have. Exactly. But for us, it's like really um, place, like you said, emphasis on on it. And, you know, some people really, you know... I guess over-sexualize it and then it becomes a fetish for others and um, and I think it could go down a really wrong road because you don't leave room for, you know, self-expression of who the actual the individual um, is. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you ever experienced anything like that and like, you know, like I said, this is talking about life experiences and I feel like, have you ever felt like maybe you've never fit in a specific type of Latina in your in your life or you felt like you had to be a specific type or some people kind of say, oh, you're not Latina. Or I think one time you were telling me a story about how they were going to revo- revoke your Latina card because you didn't listen to music. Yeah. Um, can you, like, share a little bit about those experiences? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are a good question. I think it's... Um... Like I said, I, I think people who, you know, the label whitewash that's being thrown around, like, you know, you've been called whitewash, I've been called whitewash. It's just yeah. kind of a term that we've always grown up with and kind of labeled. And unfortunately, I think it really does kind of um, get into your head as you're growing up, you, you know, growing up in the U.S., you know, say that. And for you to be kind of like said that and just put a label on top of who you are. It's kind of, you know, growing up in elementary school, you're like, we didn't really know Spanish very well. Um, Mm -hmm. And that kind of just, that label kind of fed into our brain of like, well, you know, like, um, if my own people are saying that I'm whitewashed, if I'm not, if I'm not accepted by my own community, then it's like, okay, then why do I need to learn Spanish? You know, it's better off if I don't know Spanish because at the end of the day um what is it going to do if I do there's they still won't accept me um but I think you know growing up then we 
we didn't really know um, or want to learn or even place um, emphasis on wanting to improve our Spanish as we started to get older. But, you know, I think there comes a point in your life where you're like, you understand that language allows connection. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing the language of um, your parents or your grandparents or, you know, your people, it's automatically allows you to connect with them, to connect with your culture. You know, you go to Mexico or, you know, if maybe it's another country in South America, you know, you can order in Spanish and then, um, you know, have that's such a freeing experience. Or even here, you know, if you go to a store that's owned by Mexicans or um, Hispanics and they're kind of looking at you, they're like, oh, does she know Spanish? And then you're like, oh, like, you know, hi, um, you know, me gusta or quiero comprar algo. They're like, they just kind of like light up because they're like, okay, like, you know, I don't have to. I don't have to speak English and where like maybe English isn't their first language and or becomes really broken so they have this fear of like you know communicating with you or um, not that I just like that lack of connection but then once you can speak that it's just very um, I guess relieving on them and um, it definitely lights them up but going back to the topic about you know being whitewashed I think um, it's this is a hot take um, I don't know if we're gonna <laughs> take it, but I think um, we need to stop throwing that label to uh, other people in our community. And I think it's even more um, offensive when other Mexicans are calling other Mexicans whitewash because you are adhering to the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So if another Mexican comes up to me, he's like, oh, um, you're whitewashed because of, um, say, your music type, or you're whitewashed because the way you act, or you're whitewashed because the way you speak or express yourself, then it's like, oh, so you only have their stereotypes and you want to put me in that mold? What, am I, you know, only Mexican if I um, maybe don't speak, um, I guess, like, Maybe if I speak English in a more, like, chill, relaxed um, way, if it's not proper, then is that, you know, Mexican? Because then, if that's the case, you are deeming Mexicans to be unintelligent, you know? Um, or, like, if, say that, um, you know, you're like, oh, you're whitewashed because you don't listen to Spanish music. You listen to, like, I personally, I really love folk. Um, I love R&B and just, like, um, different or like even country um, and you know for you to for other people to be like oh you don't listen to um, like I don't know corridos or bandas like that's not Mexican and well it's like well you only have this still stereotype in your head you only have this one type you're like and, you, and you're holding on to um, that's so tight that you're the one that's upholding those stereotypes to your own people Mm-hmm. And I think that's just not the way, you know, it should be. I think it's, you know, freeing as much as everyone has their own, you know, likings. Everyone, and I said, like, you know, going back to what I said earlier, like, it's the way that you are raised. You know, it's the experiences that you've had that's mold you into your identity. You know, other people are Hispanic, but they were adopted by, like, white parents, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't think that should erase the fact that they are Latina, because, you know, very much, you know, the 
the features or in their skin color or anything like you know that that blood runs in their veins and that's you know who is one person to say that they're not enough or they should be more i think at the end of the day mm-hmm. it's just appreciating who you are and and appreciating the experiences that makes you you um yeah i don't know if you want to you know add your own saying of how you view the I guess the term whitewash or how it has affected you, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I've definitely grown so much from just hearing that concept. And even, I'm not going to lie, I feel like sometimes in the past we'll be like, oh my gosh, like, she's not Latina. Because let's say she doesn't, you know, have more of an olive or let's say more melatonin in her skin. It's like, oh, she's... She's white passing, so she's not Latina. I'm not going to lie. I did, at some point in my life, think like that. And, if, you know, and then now I, you know, try my best not to think like that. Because, you know, how we discussed previously that we all are so different. And just changing that mentality and just switching that mi- mindset and realizing that there isn't just one specific type or there's just one mold. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like it is hard because sometimes I feel like I tend to, in a sense, not be, not scared, but I'm very hesitant when it comes to knowing or being in groups and being in settings with other Latinos because it's like, I've known, like you said, we've been called whitewash and some would say, I you know, I've heard and I don't know about you that we're not, let's say, a typical Latina. I feel like I've definitely have, you know, someone has said that or has mentioned that and mm-hmm. it's like okay, then it's difficult to try to do that and try to participate in, in like, group settings because it's, like, okay, like, I don't listen to banda, I don't do anything, or I don't dress, Mm -hmm. some people would say. It's just very, I don't know, it's very tough, but also, like I said, just trying to focus on switching that mentality and understanding that... Yeah, I think, no, I know what you're saying. I think by, I guess, being, you know, told or being labeled or being like, oh, this is, you know, who you are, it makes you anxious when you have to enter these spaces where it's, um, you see those same people, obviously not the same people, but in general, you see the people that have been telling you this your whole life, and you have to, now you have to go into those settings where, it's filled with those type of people. You're kind of like anxious as to like, oh, they're going to think this. If, you know, these people have been telling me my whole life, then it's like I'm pretty sure automatically like they're going to always think like that for the, you know, right off the bat before, you know, I, for, in order for them, before they actually can get to know me. Um, for sure. And yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's, we have to be more compassionate and celebrate differences and really just rejoice in wanting to learn experiences it's like i think it's so fascinating it's, it's even more interesting that you know, you're latina and you're like oh you don't speak spanish why is that and then you know there's a whole history there's mm-hmm. like stories behind that and you're like wow like i'm getting to know you and because of that that's made the person who you are today um yeah i think you brought up a good point it's just not being judgmental Mm -hmm. let's say like you said everyone has a story behind um you know if someone has told me we all go through our own fights Mm 
mm-hmm. and we don't we won't never know our own fights if we don't ask or if people are not willing to share those fights like you said instead of being judgmental and be like oh my gosh she doesn't know spanish like tiene no par en la cara then ask why mm-hmm. why you know be more understanding okay there has to be reasons why maybe you know like you said maybe they're adopted or maybe they didn't grow up maybe they're second third generation being latina we don't know that because mm-hmm. we just tend to always judge people and be like oh wow they don't like to be latino they're trying mm-hmm. to erase when you know they clearly look like they're hispanic yeah. but in reality we don't know what's their stories and mm-hmm. their life experiences and or how they were you know raised up maybe it was their parents that they were so um what i've heard you know stories is that their parents were so um I guess afraid and they knew what it felt to be discriminated you know to have a um to be or to clearly be visibly um known that you speak Spanish so that's why they're like okay for our kids we can't um let them go through that they're gonna have to try to be Mm -hmm. um you know super close to this idea of like whiteness so then they won't have to go through what we went through you know all the hardships all the situations and you know that's a whole story behind that you know that's why maybe some people don't speak spanish because they're like you know they their parents made sure that at a very young age they learned english and really mastered that so then when they did go in spaces they wouldn't have to be looked at differently um and that's just trauma from the parents that you know you know fortunately you know reflected um to their kids and then I think they should shouldn't shouldn't be judged or hold accountable mm-hmm. um, for not knowing Spanish or for not acting, you know. In our case, like Mexican, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like even, you know, like this whole idea of like getting hit by the chancla, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite funny. I think you know it unites our community. It's hilarious, but you know even like that, like we never was, I guess like, you know, hit by the chancla, like, you know, we were never, we can't really share that, but that doesn't make us less Hispanic, For you know? sure. Um, or, yes, in general, like, I think, um, you know, that, that can transition to, like, music, um, you know, your parents are individuals, obviously, you know, so then their music type will, you know, reflect onto you, or it's just gonna influence you. So if your parents, you know, as individuals, they like more banda, corridos, or um, norteñas, you know, obviously that's not bad. It reflects onto you, and then you start picking up that. But, you know, in our case, like, our parents never really listened to that, so we never really was exposed to that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just exposure. We were never exposed, so therefore we never grew up, um, I guess, to have a liking towards that. And, like, what I said, I think just emphasis understanding that we everyone's different you know how you were raised your upbringing has to really um shape your identity and um you know how your parents talk like we don't well i guess like our parents really didn't speak in slang words or um cousin spanish as much so we can't we don't we don't we don't express ourselves that way um yeah in addition to that you know one thing that usually i tend to tell people when you know we meet our friends family and they're latinas or latinos i or just in general like we don't use the usted form Mm -hmm. we're very informal and you know that's not because we're trying to not 
be respectful. It's just mm-hmm. that how we're brought up that way. We always used to do form with our parents and we do gay. You know, for other people, maybe that's not the correct way, but that's yeah. how we grew up and mm-hmm. we don't do it intentionally to disrespect anyone at all. It's mm-hmm. just like you said, our upbringing and how, you know, our parents kind of taught us and yeah. we just kind of know that way, mm-hmm. you know, the in our best You know, that's our best way of trying to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, um, and you, a person can't possibly know that without getting to know you, you know? So it's like if, if they only just went on first impressions or perceptions of you, like, oh, she uses the get or like so disrespectful, her parents didn't teach her the right way, um, it's just they're not traditional or whatever, and you know, they're just so quick to be like, okay, you know, discard you automatically. But if if they would only just get to know you and, like, you know, really be like, okay, like, you know, let me get to know her as a person, then automatically as you're getting to know a person, the stories, you know, about your childhood and the stories about how you were raised and your environment, you know, that comes to light. And then that person's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense as to why um, they act like that. Um yeah yes you know yeah um so just you know how can I go with this yeah I feel like we definitely talked a lot you know one of I guess the last questions or just one last little topic I want to discuss before we end this um you know I'm I guess I'll answer the question first and you can you know say your intake but you know for me what does it mean for you specifically what does it mean to be Latina so for me, I want to say that as a Latina, it means to be proud of who I am. Proud of, like, everything I've gone through, my life experiences, my culture. Or it doesn't have to be specifically being Mexican. Maybe just even just a woman growing up in the United States and just being proud of who I am and learning to love myself. I feel like, like, that's for me, that's what, you know, it means to be Latina and kind of show that through my culture my you know learning spanish and i feel like i am proud that you know my spanish is very mucho you know it's really bad but i'm still able to communicate and help others you know i feel like oh i remember i you know i started working i got a job and one of my jobs i was at this program and there was this latino who you know he was cleaning he was a custodian and I was in the front desk, I was doing my own thing, I was doing some training videos, and I was about to leave, and he came up to me, and he started speaking Spanish, and he was telling me, like, I don't know who to tell, I'm like, can you help me, can you translate to the supervisor about, like, this one thing is, this sink is clogged, and I was like, yeah, for sure, and I went up to the supervisor with him, and I was telling her, like, yeah, this gentleman saying that one of the sinks here is not, it's clogged and he can't really do anything about it. And I was just helping him out. And just after that, she's like, oh, yeah, tell him not to worry. We'll get our own people to fix that. He doesn't have to worry about that. And at the end, when I was telling him, I was translating back to him. It just, I don't know, it felt so good that mm-hmm. I was willing to help, you know, my a fellow person in my community. And it just felt so nice. It's like, what if I didn't know Spanish how would he how could I have helped him I could have not helped him right Mm -hmm. 
So I just feel so proud that I know Spanish. Mm-hmm. I just it just feels so good, and I feel like for me, just that experience kind of helps me to be proud of being Latina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like like you said, for you it's to be proud in knowing Spanish, and you know, it's a, for another might be proud in trying to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know, for another person is like, you know, I'm proud that maybe I don't know Spanish, but I'm still very much trying to. I guess, learn more about my culture, you know, who my grandparents were, um, what family I come from. So like you said, I think that going off of that, I think um, it makes, that's what makes, you know, a Latina, a Latina. Um, And I think going off of that, I think too, what I said. um, Yeah. So what would you say will make you, for you, what's the definition of being a Latina? I think just... I think a reflection of my culture, you know, it's like Hispanic or more in generally like, no. Yeah, I think what a Latina or what it means to be a Latina is that, you know, being Hispanic, more specifically Mexican, um, you know, my culture is very vibrant, very bold, um, colorful. And so that I think translates over to how how I think it means to be Latina, you know, to be bold in who you are. Like I said, be bold of, um, if I know Spanish, awesome, great. You know, if I don't know Spanish enough, but I'm still trying, um, awesome, you know, be bold in that. Um, Like, you know, another experience, like kind of going off of what you said, I get so very nervous um, ordering in Spanish. Like, you know, sometimes the cashier, the people that are working, um, they look at me and they're like, okay, I'm going to order in Spanish. But then for some reason I get like tongue tied and I'm like, ah, uh, and then, but it's, it's the fact that, you know what, like maybe I messed up, but I'm still going to try, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, and that's being bold. And Mm -hmm. and that's what it means to be Latina. It doesn't mean to be like, oh, I have to get it perfect every time. I have to be flawless. I have to Mm be, um, you know, perfectly fluent um and my sentences always have to match like you said our spanish very mucho um but being bold that i'm trying i think that's what makes it latina and i think in general just overall is being authentic Mm, yes you know like our people are very authentic people and we love we love deeply um like i said culturally like you know our music is very vibrant very colorful um our decorations it's just authentic. Just be authentic to who you are. So if you're a Latina who doesn't know Spanish, be authentic to that. Mm-hmm. You don't be ashamed. Don't feel guilty because you still are Latina. Whatever, you know, what you feel makes you Latina, that is what makes you, feel, you know, that is what makes you Latina because it's authentically you. You know, I think authentically me being a Latina is like, you know, learning i mean like knowing spanish you know and still trying my best with that but then also um listening to country music or you know going fishing like how we did you know like um, growing up growing going fishing or being out in nature hiking um and maybe listening to more of like um folk indie music you know that's been authentically who who to like who i am So that's what makes me Latina, like, naturally. So I think just, like, overall, be authentic. And like you said, being bold um, to who you are. Yeah, I think that's definitely 
something that I want the listeners to get off, you know, if you got to this point, I know we're almost a little, you know, we got into our conversation pretty deep, we were still here, thank you, just being authentic, I feel like that's the word for the day, just authenticity, yes. I feel like it's very important, so yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming and just discussing with me about this topic, because sometimes it can be very difficult, and maybe not a lot of people will agree on some of the things that we said, but in our in our minds we live in and it's, it's our experience <laughs> going back you know this is how you, we view the world so like you said you know i don't we don't hold anyone like oh they're wrong we're right or mm-hmm. they're right and we're wrong we're just sharing our experiences you know who we are so yes we appreciate um for anyone that's listening and continue to be bold continue to be authentic i think that's what matters at the end of the day yes thank you Thank you so much for listening. Always strive to be better every day. See you next time. Have a wonderful day.